Hello everybody and welcome to Dollars. I'm joined as always with Chris Ronalds. How you doing Chris? Too good. Happy to be here. It's but summer's finally arrived, a couple of warm days, uh, chilling in the studio, watching the sun go down. <laughs> oh, beautiful. I like that. Yeah, I can see a little bit of that in my studio as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was listening to the tee off the other day. They got themselves a fancy new studio. Uh, Paddy Robinson uh, was showing us photos of it when we were in Ballarat. What's, when are we getting our fancy new studio? Now, well, I tell you what, I do. I have this empty shed like sitting right in front of me as we speak. <laughs> um, you know, with your electrical skills and my maths teaching skills, which will bring nothing <laughs> to the party, I'm sure we can jimmy something up. But Pat, I, we, yeah, you're right. We saw Paddy's photos. That that looked legit. Like he, he's a bit of a handyman. Yeah, it was pretty elite. I did. Uh, I did very much enjoy that. One big bonus they have is they live five minutes from each other. So uh, you, you could build the best studio in the world in your shed, and I'm probably not going to get out there in any, <laughs> too, too many Wednesdays. Nah. <laughs> but no, nah, that's all good. We'll, we'll do what we do, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so on right now, we better do a bit of a check-in, is the Alinda warm-up event. And we've got some pretty dope feedback already right we're hearing that this course is pretty tasty expectations are high yeah yeah, yeah me too i like from from what i'm hearing uh and then the scores i'm seeing uh yeah it, it looks pretty tough too yeah i'm imagining now having a quick glance here 14 must 14 everything's in as a par three but i'm gonna go ahead and assume that 14 is probably not a par three given yeah. <laughs> given that no one's even threed it um and yeah like um, it's not easy to get under the card by the looks of things. Yeah, probably 12 as well. Like there's one three on 12 from Mike Vanderlyn. Oh, sorry, a couple of threes, uh, but not many. Uh, yeah, lots of fours and fives. So uh, yeah, it could be a little bit better scores than we're thinking. But right now, a two down for Oscar is three ahead of Jacob in second. So um, yeah, it looks, looks pretty tough. Yeah, definitely. Um, he actually threw 17, and Daz is only through uh, 14, so he might be charging home for a for a good one. So uh, it was weird. I had a look at the start, and it seemed like a lot of people started before others. So didn't really know what was going on with that. But yeah, I think it um, was just like a you know it's obviously a bit casual. You got a card, sort it out, pick a hole, go start. Yeah, cool. Yeah, now fair enough. I think yeah, it was just to get the um, like get the layout sorted make sure the course works and all that stuff but yeah i'm hearing really good things and uh scoring is tough so could be could be a pretty cool course for for victoria big uh big fan of the show big friend of the show in narada guzman plus 11 oof yeah oh come on nads yeah. gotta be better than that it's obviously no bald hill <laughs> yeah exactly uh all right so it is finally time to announce the winner of our giveaway. Uh, we got a fair few entrants, and uh, you and uh, Sean linked something up on Instagram that I don't know anything about, but Sean he was saying that they were getting messages through as well, through the Insta. So we do love that. Uh, we had a, a close second place, though, goes to... Uh, he doesn't have a name here, but someone... Who, whose idea was to have Photoshop-proof logos. 
that had uh, Shawnee giggling, so he was pretty excited about that. But uh, almost through sheer volume alone, uh, this, <laughs> this one man flooded with ideas, and uh, I guess a few of them shone <laughs> light. The winner is Aaron Picanti Beans. Uh, he he said that he really enjoyed Aaron's rants, as they were described. They had him cracking up. Um, but the his winner was the the disc golf warehouse battery pack. So wankers like Aaron can't say their battery's too low to score. So uh, look out for that on the disc golf warehouse website soon. It could be coming your way. Uh, so but, what with uh, Australia yeah. adopting the everyone has to score next year. Uh, those battery packs will be a hot commodity next year. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, we'll get Aaron's details and we'll pass them on to Sean. And, yeah, you got a pretty awesome prize pack heading your way. So thank you very much to Disc Golf Warehouse. And thanks for everyone who participated. They said that they uh, actually really appreciated some of the serious ones as they've actually got some good stuff in there some of which they've already implemented and others that they plan to do so. <laughs> so, uh, thanks listeners. You guys, yeah, you guys are bringing the goods. And yeah, thanks again to the Scott Warehouse. Yeah. Sick. Cool. All right, on to uh, some of the disc golf. So we had the first social day of the year and uh, it was out in Melton. The ace pot was looking very juicy did it go off, Chris? Oh, it nearly did. It really, <laughs> really nearly did. Um, yeah, a star. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone had some ace runs. That's how Melton plays. But uh, those on my card, Oscar and Jacob being two of them, uh, if they were here right now, they would let you know that I started legitimately ace run, ace run, ace run. First three holes, like it was hearts in mouths, like, you know, Jacob falling on ground um, situations. <laughs> um, anyway, none of them stuck oh. and no one hit one. Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. There was some pretty good disc golf being out, played out there though, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Ring a ding ding. Division A <laughs> went off chops, all bar Aiden and Jacob, obviously. They're making up the numbers, those two players in Division A, as we know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aiden uh, Howard, that scrub. <laughs> making up numbers. Um, he got pipped by Jacob by a stroke, like, let's go. And um, Kerry Edwards got the pair of them from Division B. So um, that's all you need to know about those chumps. But <laughs> um, the rest of us in Division A went off. I, I cooled down down the stretch, unfortunately. Marcus left a few out there. But it was, it was a ring-a-ding-ding. I've told a few people this story. You had to be there to believe it. But you had uh, Penn and Ryan on a card, and um, Oscar was on my card. Oscar birdies his very last hole, hole seven, uh, to go to minus 11. Um, Penn and Ryan are on the very next hole, getting ready to tee off on hole eight, and they're already both sitting on minus 11. So... Ooh. As we tap out, you've got three Division A players all sitting on minus 11, ring-a-ding-ding, and and the chirp was loud and prominent. And <laughs> we were just letting them all know that a birdie on hole eight uh, gets them the victory. A bogey gives it to Oscar. and um, Toughest hole in the course too, right? Toughest hole in the course. Only the best get hole eight. And <laughs> I think um, Aiden threw uh, not – 
that he was in the mix, but Aiden threw like a Kahu or something. Isn't that like RPM stable disc? Yeah, it's like a destroyer. Okay, destroyer. okay, so it's not like it's not beefy. It's like a destroyer. Not a normal one. They've got like they've got flippy versions and then okay. a, a destroyer version. And yeah, they've and like they've got like a Taipan version, a destroyer version, and like a Shrike version. Okay. But he, I think he just throws the normals. All right, sweet. All right, well, it stabled out a bit much, I thought. I was like, I felt like that was the wrong disc choice. But anyway, he was playing blind, as was Ryan Deer. Uh, Pen left at left, probably about, uh, you know, 18 metres. Uh, he had the box in front of Ryan. Ryan steps up with, like, something stupid, like a buzz, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. as only Ryan could do. And uh, left it short. Like, left it short. It was Perfect shot, but probably came up somewhere between 12 and 15 metres short. So we're walking up to him, walking up to him. Chirp continues, chirp continues. We're all giving it to him. <laughs> a pen's like standing behind Ryan's line, deciding if Penn needs to run it. Ryan's getting in on the chirp, and he's like, well, you just have to you just have to assume I'm going to make this pen. So <laughs> you, you, you have to run it, Penn. And I'm like, how many circle two putts have you hit, Ryan, today? He goes, none. But you just have to assume I'm going to hit this one. <laughs> and so Penn, That's that MPO mentality. <laughs> exactly. Penn runs it, misses. Ryan, I, like I stood behind it just so I could enjoy the experience. Dead center, bang, takes the W, 12 down. With everyone watching, it was clutch. It was big. And Ryan's out of the gates early. Obviously, as we know, he won both leagues uh, as we split them up last year. He won both at the end of the uh, seasons. And... He's already the top of the leaderboard one round in. Yeah, I'm not looking good for the rest of us. Uh, more hundreds for, for Ryan Deer is just going to be more season victories. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I remember, was it a couple of seasons ago when uh, you, you had a chance and you're like, I need to get out there and try to win this because this might be the last chance I have to win a uh, like a season against Ryan. Exactly. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he does... There's very, very good things in these social days. So, well done there, Ryan. I crystal balled it. Uh, Kerry already mentioned seven down with a double bogey. It was a very good round. Um, Riley Maple um, took out the handicap, uh, finishing under the card. Um, John Baker had a great one on handicap. Um, some good stuff. And, um, yeah, like I've already pointed out that uh, Aiden and Jacob probably want to probably wanna, uh, go again. What's crazy is how short Marcus's handicap is. Marcus is What's his handicap at? 1.67. Oh, boy. It's shorter than Ryan Deers. Ryan Deers is 2.25. That's, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's 980 uh, metrics rating. Yeah. Player. Cr- crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah. 980. What's Ryan's? 2.25. No, but what's his uh, metrics rating? Oh, 973. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, Marcus, how's he not? Well, he must just not play as many. Don't know, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, nice score there from uh, Doug Adams, too. So, I know I'm sure it wasn't Aiden's best, but tying Aiden is always good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. Uh, we also had a Stony League on Wednesday with... Uh, with an old tournament layout, was it? No, it was just like uh, it was the uh, you know the, the traditional, the tra- traditional eighteen. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. I thought he 
when he said he was reviving something, um, I don't know, maybe I just misread it. Yeah, um, Sammy Stoyer couldn't make it, so he didn't want to complicate anything with any oh, pi- yes. with any pirate holes. So we just went the old trusty. Nice, sounds good, and uh, it was good for you. Very yeah. hot round. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I was very happy with that round. Um, yeah, comparative to the field, um, Tim and Farina finished very well, um, but it, it was a windy. It was a windy night. It was a windy night enough to uh, okay. throw some OBs and. Um, yeah, for sure, uh, missed some putts. I, I pulled out the pig a little bit, actually, to putt with, um, which I cashed a couple, which was nice. Um, yeah, and obviously jagged the 10 down, which has come in higher rated than what my 11 down did earlier in the season. Yeah, okay, there you go. Because <laughs> the, the field struggled, um, particularly, yeah. particularly Penlu. That's what I'm staring at. Yeah. I'm staring at a sub 900, pretty comfortably sub 900 rated round for Penn. And uh, you don't see that very often lately. So that's a worry. What's going on there? I know. I only saw like one of his shots for the entire night. And it was like this cash, like 11 meter putt on hole three's basket. And like, I just like gave him like a big clap as I was walking past. And he, I, I, th- I thought at the time he was just being humble, but... Turns out he was just being salty. He he was in the he was in the middle of a pretty bad round by the looks of things. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Ash Wiener with a bit of a cool down as well. Not his best round. Correct. Hmm. So, no, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. We don't like that. We like to see people up and about. David Wood still playing well. He's going to be. Oh yeah. He's going to be out of MA four before he knows it. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He yeah. better be out at, at MA four next tournament. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's averaging nine. He's been to well, I think he's been to. Jesus, he actually been to all six of them. Jesus, yeah. So he's been to all six league nights, and he's averaging over um, yeah, eight hundred and forty for the um league. Yeah, and, and then with the one bad round, yeah. I actually do remember I uh, got a message from him that he was yelled at enough by somebody. So he, he's moved up in the Ruffy Rumble into MA3. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he should. Yeah. But well done. And the big event for the weekend wasn't on Australian soil, but it did feature a lot of Australians. Uh, it was the the uh, New, oh, what am I good at? New Zealand National Championships. I don't know why that was so hard for me to spit out. But um, the 46th annual New Zealand national champions, which is pretty wild. Like, how have they got 46 of them? Crazy. <laughs> but, it's it's yeah. older than me. Yeah, exactly. So, which is pretty nuts. Um, but it was a dope event and lots of good coverage on it. Were you watching the coverage? I've been trying to catch up. I'm actually, I've just been watching a little bit of the back nine of the final round, actually. So, I'm pretty close to watching the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, nice. I'm I'm not onto the final yet, but it has been so cool to watch. So Dylan Feldman's out there slaying, basically, and it's just wild to see Corey Ellis, who's a genuine what top twenty player in the world, has been and then, will be again. Yeah, and then Luke Humphreys, who we see all the time on YouTube, who's also a fantastic player, top hundred player in the world probably. And then right there on the same video is Dylan Feldman, like a guy we know. It's so, like, it's really cool. I really, really enjoyed it. I caught myself kind of, like, giggling 
like he threw something cool just giggling like yeah dill look at you go like out drove Coriolis. like it was really cool yeah he's uh he's mixing he's definitely mixing like he definitely didn't have the same round one uh as uh the pair of those two um but you know his rounds been in the mix for most other other rounds really hence why he's held his spot down on lead card with others chomping at the bit and um yeah the fin- final round in particular he uh puts in a really good showing yeah we've got a couple on luke humphreys there which is nice uh but yeah so Corey ellis with another win that's two from two for Corey, and uh he's just making bank out here this is a great little trip for him <laughs> Correct. Um, but yeah, Luke Humphreys in second, and then our man Dylan Feldman in third place. Uh, pretty clear ahead of the young New Zealander, Levi Stout, and yeah, well ahead of Nate Perkins. Yeah. Legit touring pro. So, uh, pretty awesome event for Dill, and uh, yeah, he must just be stoked. Yeah, he must be well and truly up and about. Um, he got a few bogeys on um, the final round, some of which were um, just outrageous, <laughs> outrageous bogeys. <laughs> like there was like one hole where he shanked his drive straight into the T sign. Oh, Dill. Yeah. So therefore, like had to read T. Okay. Um, and. Um, other players who were not reteeing are bogeying this hole because how hard it is. He parks it on his retee. Damn. Um, I got to check this out. <laughs> which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some good final round stuff to be had. One big thing that I found super interesting. So watching Corey and Luke and Dylan on the same card, it was super evident to me that Dylan's, like, ability is way closer to Corey's than Luke's. But their scores are quite a good gap apart. Like, Corey with a neg 33, Luke with a neg 21, that's a fair drop. And then uh, Dylan with a neg 12 is another fair drop. Uh, But it just seems to me like Dylan, like, his ability and his shot, like, his throwing and stuff is is a lot closer to Corey and more ahead of Luke. But just that that consistency uh, of hitting your mark, just hitting that spot, keeping it in bounds, hitting the putt when, uh, you know, when Dylan didn't, but Luke did. And it, it makes a big difference. So it's crazy to see that, you know, if, if Dill could just sort of get some of that, that pro consistency, then he could be anything. 100%. I think, I don't know if we've said it on the potty, but... Um, it's definitely my firmly held belief, and I imagine many others, that um, by by a margin, he has the highest ceiling in Australian disc golf. Um, like, there is a great divide. Um, his best, like his best backhand, his best sidearm, his best putt uh, is, is the best in the country, in my opinion. Um, unfortunately, his worst putt, and his worst sidearm, uh, when they're not going quite right, uh, are like bottom, bottom, bottom. Where, where for David Perry, you can't say that. And for Luke Bain, you can't say that. Uh, no, like no. When, they're, when, a, when they're off, yeah, they're sure. off, but they're not, they're not off like Dylan. Yeah. 
Now, Bainey, like, watching Luke Humphreys reminded me a lot of Bainey. Like, he just wasn't really making any mistakes, and he was hitting putts, and he was putting himself good areas. And then the holes you think you probably should just birdie, like, he's birdieing. Uh, You know, still got good distance and, you know, can throw forehand and backhand and stuff, but it's not like, you know, Corey Ellis threw some crazy shots and hit some, like, ridiculous putts. And you're just like, man, this guy, like, this guy is so good. Um, And, yeah, you see that in Dill. But, yeah, he just, you know, he got smoked. So it's like... (laughs) Uh, but he killed the rest of the field. Like there, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people under par for the event uh, out of the forty-one that played, and twelve under is a lot under. Oh, yeah. like, if they didn't have those two pros, it would have been like Dylan murdering the field. Uh, it just happened that that he got crushed by Luke and Corey. Um, but yeah, no, it was really awesome. I really much enjoyed it. So good and. Yeah, I did. I did, a, I did some quick maths. He went in. I think he went in twentieth highest rated for the event, Dylan. Yeah, wow. Nineteen, <laughs> nineteen people went in with a higher rating, which again speaks to the consistency piece. Uh and and he smoked most of them. Yeah, nah, amazing. All four of his rounds, a thousand rated or higher. One of them, ten fifty one. Yeah, amazing work there, Dylan. Hope to see more right. of it. For sure. And uh, Dave Perry snuck himself into a uh, top 10 just behind uh, Jackson Sullivan, which is a pretty good get. Big final round. Just clawed his way back into something decent. Yeah, and finishes with a 9-9-2 event still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not too shabby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Bainey, a couple back in 13th. We had Austin with a, a pretty good last... Or well, second last round, uh, well, very good second last round. Got himself into fifteenth, and Atticus in twentieth, just ahead of Hayden Fatenny. Uh, Tim Bohan in twenty fourth with his brand new Prodigy bag. So I, I can't imagine he was as well prepared for a a giant tournament as you could possibly be. So probably a pretty good showing by him. And uh, Reese Wisniewski in 27th. And who else? I feel like we had Iacona Donnelly in uh, 36th. And Shawnee Freeman in uh, 40th. And my theory with the Shawnee Freeman bid, uh, I saw him on the bag for Dylan. I'm I'm guessing that MA2 might have played the reverse layouts or something like that. Sure. Or MA1 as well, possibly. MA1 played so, identical. Okay, well, then I don't know what Sean's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he might have been, like, trying to be a good guy, and I was like, oh, I'll get my rounds out of the way, and then I'll caddy for you. But if you could have done that in MA1... Yeah, um, and he could have come 27th and beat two yeah, players well, in MA1. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah, same reason I don't bother playing MA2, because <laughs> coming, like, 10th in MA1 or 8th in MA2... May as well be 10th in MA1. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Um, another big event next weekend, too, which be, uh, which is just so awesome. This weekend, yeah. The, it's starting tomorrow. This weekend, sorry, yeah. The um, Bottle Lake Open. Correct. Uh, a few Aussies in there as well, but most of them have gone home. Uh, no Dylan, I don't think, right? Mm. Just Connor, Reese, no. and Austin. Yeah, okay, cool. 
So, yeah, definitely still keep an eye on that. We'll talk about that one next week. And, um, yeah, still still Corey Ellis, uh, Paul Oman, Luke Humphreys. So, should be good fun. And, yeah, a bit more about Levi Stout. Uh, keen to see, yeah, the rest of the coverage so I can check out more of him as well. Yeah, definitely. What did you think of him? Yeah, yeah, uh, up and about, played well. He's uh, heard on the coverage. He's only 17. Gave him a bit of yeah. gave him a bit of stick on our socials, um, letting him know that the Aussies have um, Crow Pavlova and uh, the best performance at Tour Down Under. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, he played well. He, he snuck a practice ace today at, uh, at this course, so um, I'm sure he's up and about going into this event. Yeah, dope. Cool. All right. Well, quick pod this week, uh, making up for last week's long one. But uh, we've always got to finish off with some spotlight, not light. So, have you got anything for us? Uh, I do. I've got. I've got one for each. Um, nothing that I haven't already spoken about. It's an obvious spotlight this week. It goes to Dylan Feldman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I yeah, it was the coolest thing I've seen in a very long time. I, like I said, I was I was giddy watching it. I'm really keen to uh, yeah finish watching it because I just. It's so dope. It's still, and he's up there with Coriolis. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's sick. Uh, and he finished third. He, he killed it. Yeah, nah, great work. Great work, Dill. Um, not lights? Yeah, yeah, got one. Again, not nothing I haven't already had a little stab at. But uh, Shawnee Freeman um, makes the big trip and uh, across the four rounds got one birdie for the weekend. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> um, just, just not quite. Not quite the performance I'm sure he was looking for. <laughs> I'm sure he had actually the best time of his world, uh, life, and I'm just super jealous. But uh, still, <laughs> he's getting it. He came last. Uh, nice. My uh, – oh, yeah, this reminds me of something else too. Um, my not light is more of just a, a little plug. But my not light is to anyone who hasn't registered to the Ruffy Rumble yet. Uh, we're coming up uh, a week and a little bit away and we're almost at a hundred players. We've got like 96 or something. So anyone who hasn't registered for that, you are scum to me and not like. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> before, before we uh, sign off here, um, I, up on our socials, I've let everyone know that this potty was dropping tonight. If you're listening to it now, um, if you've already gone past, um, my little poll. I've got a poll up at the moment. Um, I've had a couple of listeners get in my ear about starting up a Patreon account. Um, and so me and Alan can retire from our nine to fives and just live purely off our income from this podcast. And I, uh, I want to know, I want to know what the wider listener base listen, uh, thinks. So get on, I've got a poll up there. Let us know. Um, uh, we're going to be retiring or what? Yeah. Sounds good. (laughs) Cool. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace out.